God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate, you have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything, the border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We have a lot going on today. We have a lot going on today. We're going to be speaking with Vicki Tonkins. I'm not going to waste a lot of time um, because I have to cut the broadcast short by about 15 minutes today. I think someone, uh, either Ash or, or Apollo, may come in, but we may just cut it because I just want to make this as concise as possible. Our guest today is Vicki Tonkins. Vicki Tonkins is the El Paso County GOP chairwoman, and she's now served two terms or is in her second term. Um, so I'm going to bring her in and introduce you to her. But let me tell you before I do that, let me tell you a little bit about her. For one, she is a powerful, Christian, conservative, black woman. Now, I added the black woman, oh, I'm sorry, beautiful black woman. She is an amazing, she's amazing. She's one of the strongest, most calm people I've ever met who can walk through fire and say, Oh, man, is that a blister on my arm? Oh, all right, I probably should put something on that. She's courageous, and she stands so firmly in her faith that she doesn't let the radical left or the rhinos, which is really the radical left, disturb her. So without any further, i just just bring Vicky on. Vicki, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Hey there. How is everybody? Hey, listen. I got to tell you, I'm going to bring up stuff that you won't bring up. And we, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you just introduce yourself to everyone and just uh, tell everyone who you are and kind of, I, I kind of gave a brief description, but. Well, um, like Joe said, my name is Vicki Tompkins and I am the chairwoman for the El Paso County GOP. Uh, and if you haven't noticed, I am a black woman as well. No, but uh, it's I, not true. <laughs> it's not true. I know. I know. That's racist. Know. Uh, in fact, uh, I did some research just to bring in this a little bit. I, I did a little bit of research to see how many black uh, county chairs there are in the nation, and I couldn't find any. And uh, I think I'm the, if not the only one, I know I'm the first one here in El Paso County. And uh, I think we've kind of. Um, not utilize that very much against the Democrats. But anyway, um, I'm originally from North Carolina, and I know a lot of people say, well, you don't have a North Carolina accent. It depends on what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> when the, the southern will, will sneak out every once in a while. Um, but uh, this was not a position that I ever envisioned in my life. I really never saw myself involved in politics. But, you know, when God tells you to do something, you listen and you go for it. Well, uh, you went for it. You went for uh, it and you, yeah. and you were reelected. Yes. Overwhelmingly reelected. And what did not I get rid of that feedback if we can, Mr. Producer? Um, so tell me my what happened. My first election, I was well. My first election, I was overwhelmingly uh, elected. But my second election, I only won by seven votes. And why would you think that happened? Well, there's a lot of reasons that happened. Uh, People put out a lot of hit pieces on me. I mean, for a chair race, you know, that you wouldn't think that something like that would happen. But they look, put out a lot of hit pieces on me. And of course, hit pieces generally mean lies. And that's pretty much what happened. I think you were a part of that as well. Um, but, you know, that's what, that's what people do. I, I don't have a problem with people saying things about my policy, if they disagree with my policy, or if they agree, disagree with even what I believe in. What I do not like and what I do not understand why people tolerate is when people lie. Oh, they, they made up things such as misappropriation of funds. They said oh, yeah. you abused your position. And and Vicki, I think why, it's, why this is important is because they, they viciously, the establishment group of people, and I'm not going to call them elites because I don't think they're elite, but these establishment group of people went straight after you. As soon as you did not do the biddings and you started listening to the people in your community, what happened? Just like you said, Joe, they just started attacking me, saying all manner of things. And this is, this is something that I think is really important that people understand. Generally, when people lie, or when they say things that just seem a little strange, it usually means it's something that they have done, and so they automatically expect that you will do it too as chair or whatever. Um, these people, I think they know and understand that I know some of the things that they've done, and it's not pretty. And because they know I know, they think I do the same thing. But anybody who has been around me any length of time, they will know if it even has a hint of looking shady or looking like it may be dishonest or looking like it just isn't right. Even though I could do certain things in my heart, if I think it's not the right thing to do, I won't do it. And so, but I will not back down when I know I'm doing something that is correct. Okay, so so let's talk about the people. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out some people because I think that these people and, and I want to point to the Republican Party in general in Colorado. You know Anil. Oh yeah. He was the chair. In, yes, yeah, he was the chair of the Adams County GOP. Yes. Also one of the few minorities in that position across Colorado. Yes. And that was prior to you, but what happened to him? <laughs> I had never seen someone attacked so viciously 
and it and it had nothing to do with him as an individual it had everything to do with his policy that he wanted everything to be constitutional that he wanted the people to be in charge that he wanted the people running the show and not the elite or the politician or whomever he knew what the constitution meant he knows what the constitution meant i'm not going to speak to him you know like he's not here um and and they they tormented him for it i can remember anil was adamant about um keeping our primaries closed i mean he put up such a fight and such an effort and of course we supported him and said and did what we could do but it failed because these people who constantly fight us they say they like the constitution they say they are constitutionalists but they're not i don't even think they've even read it to even know what it says about we the people and he he went through a lot i mean he was taken to court all sorts of things and so they've done the exact same thing to me so so they 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 attacked you viciously there's a guy named eli bremer yes you have a Lincoln Day dinner coming up. It comes up every year. It's one of the main fundraisers for the El Paso County GOP. Yes. And August 13th. And Vicki, you've stood up for those that are constitutionally centered. Yes. And you've said, "Hey, listen, the, the, the people the people out there that are listening to the people in the community, those are the people that have come in. You've embraced them. You said this is the this is the core of what the Republican Party should be." That's correct. And is Eli Bremer one of those people that's the core, listening to the people? No. What What did he do Eli, about the Lincoln Day dinner? Well, I I don't know. Okay, I have never really officially met Eli. You know how you are introduced to a person for the first time. That yeah. has never happened. In fact, I've never had a conversation. In all the years that I have been involved, I have never had a conversation with Eli Bremer. This man barely even says hello when I speak to him. So he just has this thing toward me and i think it began initially when i ran for county commissioner and i had the audacity the audacity to run against his wife for county commissioner and from that time to now he has done nothing but lie he has put things out there about me that i've never said that i've never done and he presents it as fact as far as the Lincoln Day dinner, like you said, August 13th is our Lincoln Day dinner. It is our largest fundraiser of the year. Eli Bremer was a, uh, a chair in the past. He knows that's the largest fundraiser in, of the year, but he has chosen purposely, and he said this, he has chosen purposely to have an event on August the 13th, the same time of our Lincoln Day dinner. But no one has come against Eli. I have just come against me well I've, I've come again I've come against Eli <laughs> so so I'm gonna but, ask uh, the, I'm gonna ask the question because you know obviously there's other people there's other conservative minorities in 
El Paso County. There's lots of them. Yes. And I've had a conversation to have a couple, a few, a conversation with a few of them. And they all say, Joe, I, I'm disenfranchised with the Republican Party. I, I don't have a place in the Democrat Party, but I can't hang my hat in the Republican Party seeing what they're doing to Vicky. And I've seen this happen over and over and over again. I met with an Indian couple who are second generation Americans, uh, came here from India, and uh, we were sitting down having lunch and talking about it. And they said, well, where do we go? We, we, we feel like if we step into the Republican Party, the, the GOP in El Paso County, we're going to be ostracized. We have no place there. And Joe, by the way, our entire community feels this way. Like we cannot go into the Republican Party because of what they're doing to Vicki. Now, Vicki, they use this word, racism. And if you've heard me use that word, I've never heard you use that word. Nope. But I sure have. A lot of people have. A lot of people have talked to me about it. Uh, like you said, especially there, there's some black people in the community as well that are conservatives. They're Republicans. They want to be a part of the, the GOP here, but they are afraid. They are concerned that if they become a part of the El Paso County GOP, they will receive the same treatment that I have been treated. I have received. Now, Joe, I'm not going to lie to you. I know there's racism out there. I, I grew up, I, I was born black. <laughs> no, I know. it's not true. <laughs> I know news. there is racism. I know there's racism <laughs> out there. I have experienced, I'm, listen, I'm from the South. I have experienced yeah. racism. I have come face to face with the Klan. I know what racism looks like. Am I going to sit on this show with you and say that all the people are, are, who are persecuting me are racist? No, that wouldn't be fair. They're not all racist. Is there racism? Absolutely. And I know it when I see it and I know it when I feel it. But I don't think that is as important as the Constitution. So I'm going to speak more about that than how I feel about people. Listen, since I have been in this position, I've been called the N-word. I've been called the B-word. I've been called just about everything you can think of. But it's not the first time. Not in front so of why me, is that gonna fit? Because well, although, you know, although you'll take not, the high and, road, I will take the low road. <laughs> yeah, and usually it's by text or, or email because people don't want to face me, you know, and actually say those words to me. But, um, you know, I, I've dealt with it all my life, so this is not new for me. I just have a goal. I have a focus, and that's where I'm going to stay. So you're... You, You've uh, not just faced it in your own community by these elitist, racist rhinos. You've also faced it at the state level. Yes. So, so what have they done to you to stand as, as controlled opposition for these elitist uh, rhinos in, in El Paso County? Well, Joe, since I have been in this position, I cannot, I can't even remember how many times these people have appealed to the state party whether that's to get rid of me oh we know times? how many times that's happened how, how many at times? least three times they've asked three me times to resign yeah <laughs> and it's always well she has violated the bylaws or she has done this well here, here's the crux of all of it according to our bylaws here at Upper county if you have a grievance or if you want to present something against one of the officers that has to be done through our central committee prior to going anywhere else to solve the issue. Once you have gone through the central committee, 
then you take it to the state. But every single time they have said that I have done something bad or violated the bylaw or something like that, it, it has always been presented to the state party first. The last time they did this, um, they took it to the state party and I adamantly told the state party, if you listen to this complaint, you are violating your bylaws because your bylaw specifically says that if a county has a grievance, they must work it out in their county first. Then, if it's not resolved, they can come to the party. And they decided happened. to listen. Well, they decided to listen to me on this on this particular thing. But here was the caveat with it: they decided also to make a judgment, which is in violation of their bylaws. And so, um, when this happened, we were like ten days out from our central committee meeting. And so we brought it before the central committee and they overwhelmingly said, no, we're not going to do this. So I'm still here. But they've lost every time they've taken it to the state and they've lost every time. Yes, because they violated the bylaws. So and every time they say, I, Joe, every time they say I have violated the bylaws and I have asked them point blank to their faces, what bylaw? have I violated? And not one time have they been able to tell me a bylaw I have violated. Not once. So, so they, they, you haven't violated a bylaw, but you have violated a bylaw. So they take it to the state saying you violated a bylaw only to find out you didn't violate a bylaw because they couldn't quote a bylaw that you actually violated. And so they lost. Then they came back and decided to do the whole thing all over again. Not once, not twice, but three times and lost all three times. Yes. Well, and, and then when they when I won by seven votes, they didn't like the fact that I was reelected. They thought they had, they had put the nail in the coffin. We're finally rid of this woman. Well, there was a problem. Everything that they presented was a lie. So Peggy, um, I can't remember her last name now. She has a new name now, Peggy Probst. So uh, every, so, so she was upset that she lost because after all, she had been a former county commissioner. How can this black, oh, excuse me, how can this woman beat her? <laughs> um, so, Freudian slip, Freudian slip. So, yeah, sorry about that. And so we had to go, we had to take it before the date. Committee. Hate this kind of stuff, Joe. I just want to do my job to the best of my ability and follow the rules. But they took it to the state um, central committee. So we had to present our case to the state central committee. A good friend of mine, Randy Corporon, sat on the executive committee and he had voted to bring this to the state uh, central committee. And when he started seeing all the evidence, because they weren't presented with all of the evidence, but once they were, once I was able to send them documentation and truth, um, Randy came up and spoke in favor of dropping this. He said he was wrong that he didn't have all the information. Now that he has seen all the information, it should have never come before the executive committee. So um, they lost that too. And I stayed in office. So three times they came against you to get it removed. One time they came against you because they didn't like the election results. It sounds like they, did, they thought the election results were not valid. No, 
Are you serious? But now they actually thought that the election was not valid. And get this, get this, Joe. All of the elections that I have run have been paper ballots and hand counted. And and they so they couldn't they couldn't fight that so they went after you and said it just wasn't oh. legitimate they tried to I think what if I remember correctly didn't they try to uh, negate some of the votes and say these weren't these weren't legal votes well what they tried to do is say that uh, you know they put in these emergency bylaws oh by the way Eli Brimmer's dad is over the state bylaws committee and yeah. they had put in these certain bylaws things that we had to follow which I did to the letter. And so they were upset because some people did not get to vote. Well, here's the problem. If you don't show up, you don't get to vote. So there were people who were on planes. There were people who weren't feeling well. There were this and that and the other. And because they couldn't participate in the vote, that was my fault and I disenfranchised them. So what I did, I pray. <laughs> I have to. I pray a lot about this county. And so what I did, I was praying. I said, God, these people are lying. What is my next step? What do I need to do? And I'm going to, if you could give, just, just humor me here a minute. I prayed and God said to me, go to MailChimp. Like what? What does that even mean? I mean, that's how we were sending out our, our information, our letters and everything like that. And so I obeyed. I went to MailChimp and guess what? Everything they said I did, every person they said that, that, that um, they tried to say could not vote, they didn't get the information from me, they didn't get to register on time, all these different things that they said, everything was on MailChimp. Because most people don't know this, but with MailChimp on the back end, as the administrator, you can see who received your emails, when they opened the emails, how they responded to the email. And every single person, even Doug Lamborn, who they said did not get the information, it showed me when he opened his email, if he responded to the email, it gives me date and time. So every single person they brought forward was moot and a lie. And I proved it. <laughs> it was really I cool. just, I'm so proud of you, Vicky, because you continued to fight, and you did it with such grace, such humility. I, I mean, I'm not actually. I know that I'm I'm not built that way, and I take a lot from you. There's a lot of things that you're like, Joe. Just it's all right. And and over the last couple of months, I think I'm I'm at a more peaceful place. I think that's probably related to praying on the show. I pray on the show oh, every yeah. day, oh, yeah. every night. I, I yes. want I want the audience to know something. You've served selflessly in this position as the chairwoman of the El Paso County GOP. Yeah. How much do they pay you for that job, Vicky? I, I want everybody to pay attention to this, guys. Pay attention to this. Pay, pay attention to this. Three times they tried to get her removed. One time they said that the election wasn't right. She's the first black El Paso County chairwoman for the GOP. Probably the only one in the entire country. I couldn't find one either. And once Anil came down, I think there's like three minorities in the entire country that are represented in the GOP. The state GOP does have a, a vice chair yes. who is amazing. 
I love her. Yes, I think she's amazing. But how much do you get paid? I get paid zero dot zero zero. You get paid that zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero. Let me let me repeat that again. The check you got in the mail for all this work <laughs> and all of the stuff that they've done to you and the slandering they've done to you and the radical leftists that have now dr dressed in rhino, the Wayne Williams of the world, the Eli Bremers, the Chuck Bormans, the Cammy Bremer, the uh, who's Eli's father? Duncan. Sorry. Duncan. And didn't Duncan actually get arrested for assault? Didn't he get charged for assault on somebody? He at did. He did. And he grabbed her he arm and yanked on her. And Correct? bruised her. Yes. Yeah. This, these, are the, these are the cream of the crop. Eli Swimmer Bremer, his wife, Wayne Williams that brought us Dominion, Chuck Borman that is the one that's standing obstructing the primaries and obstructed the 2020 election results, the El Paso County clerk and recorder, right? They get paid to do their jobs in those positions of, and you work to bring as many people into the Republican Party in El Paso County as possible. People, more precinct leaders have been put in place during your tenure than ever before in the history of the El Paso County GOP. You've ignited a fire in people in the community, and you get paid how much again? I just want to repeat this just for the people in the very back that didn't get to hear it the first time. Zero. You paid zero. Zero dollars. This is the first time in, that I can remember. Now, I could be wrong, and if, if I am wrong, someone please correct me. I do not believe there's ever been an administration in the El Paso County BOP there, where there was no one who received a salary. All of us are volunteers. So you worked at the at the will of the people. You represent the people in the largest Republican Party in the entire state. Is that correct? It's the largest. You get paid zero dollars to do it. And they have tried to push you out. And now they're trying to hurt the El Paso County GOP by holding a subsequent event on the same night as a Lincoln Day dinner, which happens to have Lauren Boebert speaking at that event. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantees, like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to call it, Vicky, other than racism. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure I have to, people. I have to look at the underlying effect. I have to look at the, the causation of lying. Why would you lie about someone 
who stands up, does it for free. And that's a, it's a hard thing for me to say because, you know, obviously you know my family, my family history. You, you got to meet my parents. Yep. Right? Awesome people. And you, you know my, you, you have that meter, you have that, you know, you know when racism is right in front of you, it like is just oh, yeah. goes, we can see it. When you live it, yep. you can see it. That's right. And they're doing all of this because of hate in their heart. In my opinion, for one, probably you're a woman, and two, because you're a beautiful black woman. We call it what it is. Well, Joe, I, I, I think it's even deeper. Than that. I, I uh, you know, I think racism I, is a, be a very surface thing for people. Yeah. But I, I think it's more than that. Some of it has to do with, for the first time, they don't have the person. For the first time, they can't manipulate and control where the monies go. Um, when I came into this position, Joe, there was a negative $795 in the bank. Um, there was zero dollars. I had, and, and what makes it so sad, I had just deposited $200. So I had to go to the state and borrow money just to keep us afloat because I was left 10 days out from the Lincoln Day dinner and we had hardly any seats sold. So I had a lot of people help me get some seat people in the seats. Um, it ended up being not a packed house, but enough to get us through and make some money. And in the next four months, I had told the state party, I will pay you back. I said, I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I will pay you back. And as God is my witness, Joe, he helped me to cut our budget by 70%. There was so much fluff and junk that we had going on. Uh, I was able to cut that budget, bring, start bringing in some money, and I paid the party back in four months with, with more money in the bank than we had had in some time. And so I continue to work toward that end. People have been so generous um, from people who give monthly, people who help with different projects, who will, will donate, you know, in-kind donations to the party. And so it's just been phenomenal to see the people just rally and say, hey, we can do this and we're going to do it together. And we have. And so now I just need everybody just to get out there, buy those tickets, tables, and let this be one of the best Lincoln Day dinners we've ever had. Because the shadow government that has, is being run by uh, Eli Brimmer and his minions is, is a terrible thing that is happening here in El Paso County. It's bad for the party. It's bad for the people. And like you said earlier, Joe, a lot of people are just staying away because of what they're doing to my administration here. And uh, it's sad. I've never seen it happen since I have been in, uh, involved here in El Paso County. And it is my hope that the people will continue to stay engaged, stay involved, and don't allow people like this to keep them from uh, really getting involved with their party. All right, so I don't want to concentrate on, because you're not a victim, and I think that's really the oh, thing that bothers no. me the most, is that you start bringing up obstacles in front of you, and you're just like, get that out of my way. Next. <laughs> and, and I've seen you Back toss the these people aside with Herculean strength, like just, <laughs> like, wait, I was just standing next to you, and now I'm in another county. How did this happen? <laughs> 
I just, I just think it's so important to focus on the people and not my detractors. And I'm going to continue doing that. Well, well, let's talk about that for a minute because um, you grew up in the South. I did. I, I grew up in the Washington, D.C. and Washington, D.C. area, depending on which part of my life you were talking about. And I grew up poor. Why is it important for us to have a party of the people that includes all races? Well, what did you experience when you were younger that would drive you to understand that the Democrat Party is, is not, and even in large parts of the Republican Party, just doesn't stand for the people they've left us behind? You know, Joe, a lot of people don't know, know my story because I don't, I don't talk a lot about myself. I, I'll talk about the party and what we're doing. I have experienced racism to the degree of losing jobs, um, not getting a position because maybe I had uh, a bigger degree than maybe those who are in, you know, interviewing me for the position and how dare this black woman come in here and have a better education than we do. She's going to take over uh, type of thing. I've never presented myself that way, but that that's, that's how people perceive it. You know, an uppity black girl, you know, um, so I know what it's like to see people hurt by other people. And I think that's why I am so inviting to everybody. Um, when I first started getting involved here in El Paso County, one of the things I heard over and over and over and over, we're the big tent. We want everybody to come in, but I never saw it. I never saw people feeling welcomed. I never saw people who looked like me involved. And I'm still not seeing it to the degree that I think truly represents El Paso County. And so my goal was, once I realized that I was going to be the chair, my goal was to make it open to everybody. Anybody that wanted to come in here and serve, anybody who wanted to come in here and, and be a part please come. Now, of course, we have to do background things and stuff like that, make sure they're Republican and all those sort of things. And we have a great team that does that. But I'm not going to turn anybody away, whether I don't like how they look, how they dress, how whatever. That's just not me. I've never been that way. I was that little kid. Uh, I was pretty athletic. And so I was that kid that always, always uh, pointed out the person to be on my team that was not athletic got the person who everybody shunned and always wanted to ver uh, get them on their team last. That, that's just been me, even as a little kid in elementary school. And I would just encourage them and say, hey, we can do this, we can win. And we'd end up winning. The lousiest team out on the field, but we'd end up winning. And um, so it's just in me to do that. And so we have a great volunteer base here. These people work tirelessly um, one of the things that is so encouraging to me, I was so encouraged through a caucus this year because we talked up caucus. We talked everywhere we went, we talked about caucus. We encouraged all our volunteers to talk about caucus, 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 because caucus is where the power is for the people. And so this is, this is a non-presidential year. And if you know anything about caucus, non-presidential years usually have the lowest turnout for caucus. And I was just determined we we're going to have a great turnout. Well, Joe, I was so blessed to find out when I was looking at the numbers 
we had almost a thousand new people involved in caucus. And I looked at those numbers and I had to double check because I'm like, not triple check. Cause I was like, that can't be right. This is not a, this is not a presidential year. Sure enough, the numbers don't lie. All these people got engaged. Most of these people, I didn't have a one-on-one -on -one sit down meeting with. I was just in a group of hundreds of people just telling them you need to get involved. This is your community. All politics start locally. I said, you need to get involved. You need to find out what's going on and come to your caucus. People did, and they came in droves. And I got to tell you, I do call them elite. And the reason I do, Joe, is because they think they are. <laughs> so yeah. I just, I'll just put them on blast with that. Uh, they're angry. They're angry that uh, caucus but, was so successful. They're, wait, but they're now trying to get rid of the caucus. Yes, and I knew that was the next step. I've been talking about it. I said yeah. they were going to try to get rid of the caucus. The caucus, remember what I said earlier. Caucus is where the power is with the people. people. Not the politician, the people. And that's why they want to get rid of caucus. So they, they're pushing pretty hard to get rid of the caucus. We have to take a commercial break and play this small commercial when we come back. Ash Epp is going to join us, and she's going to, want to talk about the primary. I'm not done okay. talking to you about all this stuff, but unfortunately, I have to go, but I wanted to make sure that we, we got more from you about what happened in the primary and the anomalies that we okay. saw. Um, but uh, we'll be right back. We'll play this one commercial, and then I'll go ahead and bring Ash in. Go ahead and play. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. And that's, that's promo code CD21. Off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. We love we love Mike Lindell. He's a pretty awesome individual. Vicky, yes. Vicky, I, I want to. There's a thing that that when when people tell you who they are, believe them. That's right. And uh, the reason why I'm so I'm, I'm pointing out the Eli Bremers and the Wayne Williams and is because they follow the same pattern and the same playbook as the radical left even employing the radical left to write hit pieces and do everything they can to create as much contention and drama as possible, knowing that that pushes out and bullies people out of the movement. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I want to say this. I want to say a couple things before I, before I go, and that is, number one, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, and, and I also want to thank Rex, your husband, because he's been a avid supporter of you. And you have always put God first, always. 
He, God is literally at the front of everything you say, everything you do. I have never seen you deviate from who you are as a person. There's never been a time that I've seen you act one way and act a different way in a different environment. You operate with humility, grace, and if you decide to step away from the chair, I do, I'm, I'm going to tell you this now in front of everybody, I do hope that you run for, for public office. I do, I do hope that you run for high public office because I think the people deserve to have you in leadership. Your courage is infectious. Your leadership is something that stands out and, and is, has literally led many people to get involved in something that they never would have gotten involved. It was the largest assembly that we've, they, we've ever had. The largest assembly. 3,700 people showed up to vote. Right? So it just, awesome. it, it just shows you that your leadership is, is causing this wave. Not a red wave, but a people's wave. I think a red wave is a misnomer of just doing more of the same on the left and the right, this uniparty. And you have definitely stood apart from that. So I just want to thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. It means a lot. With that said, I unfortunately am going to turn this over to Ash. She's going to talk to you about the primary. So God bless you. I know that Ash is going to pray for you at the end. I always pray for you. Thank right. you. I appreciate it, Joe. I'll pray All for right. you, too. God bless you, and now I'll take it to Ash. All right. Is my sound, my sound's not on. Oh, there we go. Now I have sound. All right. Hey, Vicki. Um, it's great to talk to you. Uh, I wasn't planning on being on today, so this is a little a little impromptu. But I wanted to uh, to ask you to comment a little bit on primary and what we saw in the primary process. And I loved hearing how you, uh, you know, you, you really gave a, a good recap of caucus and how the people got involved. As the audience knows, I'm not a Republican. I'm, uh, I'm not super enamored with, uh, with either political party or any political party. But I was really encouraged, and I've covered it quite a bit, to see the, um, the, the energy and enthusiasm of the people throughout the caucus and assembly process. And, you know, for those who don't know, in Colorado, we have a caucus process starts at the precinct and rolls up to the statewide state level candidates. And that is the people's uh, way of choosing. In Colorado, you can also get on the ballot via petition. And that is how um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, every candidate who is currently in the primary got on through a, uh, a petition process. Um, and all of the candidates who were vetted by the people through the assembly process are uh, were were um, lost lost their races in uh, in the primary, and so. I find it really interesting to see people like Eli Bremer and others calling for us to get rid of the caucus. But I, I want to, and I've told you this before, but for, for me, watching, you know, I left the Republican Party in 2011 when the, you know, the, this so, sort of same thing that we're seeing now happened with the Tea Party and the establishment really flexed its muscle and, and um, threw great, strong grassroots leaders like yourself under the bus with, um, with what we're seeing now, it's not surprising to me that they want to get rid of rid of caucus. But do you think they're going to be successful? Because it, as we saw, this primary is a bit of an anomaly. I think when we look at the will of the people. Well, you know, it is my hope, uh, and I'm going to talk it up as much as I can, that the people, the Republicans in particular here in El Paso County, will say no. I mean, it's kind of like Lauren Burbert when she said, "No, you're not taking my gun. No, you're not taking caucus." Yep. This is where the people can actually voice their, their thoughts, their opinions, um, and like you said, decide who's going to represent them. 
if you take that away, you become a party, and I'm going to say it, you become a party of the elite, the good old boys, those who can pay their way on. All of us can't afford to pay our way on a ballot. Well, and we you don't know, have to, sorry, Vicki, but we don't have to speculate about that because what we saw, and I believe this came out this morning, Joe Roybal, who was caught on film bribing people, and I know you don't comment about all the candidates and everything, but there, there is video evidence of if you sign this petition, we'll give you $5 off your range fees. He's the current under sheriff he should know the law he's running for office he should know campaign laws there was an investigation by the da there and they've decided not to bring charges and so it certainly feels to those who have been on the ground with the people working working the case for uh for their candidacies that that there's a different set of laws and rules that apply uh depending on how connected you are unfortunately i would have to agree with you I know just me personally, there's been a, a, a different set of rules for me and how I'm treated uh, versus those who constantly persecute me. I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I cannot, if that had been, um, let's say a grassroots candidate, there would have been no, there would have been no doubt right. that person would be out. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, this just makes the justice system that we're under look bad. It makes it look bad for the Republican Party. We're supposed to be the party of rules and, and following and doing the right thing. What what this this situation right here, what's the make makes it any different than what the Democrats do? I, I don't I don't get it. Well, it certainly looks that way when you see that the candidate, the, it, you know, there were a couple of candidates, uh, three three candidates for, for that race on the primary, the, the El Paso County Sheriff race, and you saw that two of them went through the assembly process and qualified through the ballot through the people. One of them qualified via petition. It was then discovered that he had offered bribes in exchange for signatures or somebody in his sphere while he was standing right there and he didn't stop them. So to me, it's the same as if he had offered it himself. That they that and and now they've just decided that it's not going to uh, that it's not going to matter. It's not going to impact him. They're not going to bring charges. And they said, well, it's only forty something signatures, and he had well over five hundred extra extra signatures. In my mind, all of those signatures are now called into question because you've seen a little bit, right? And a little bit eleven spoils the whole thing. And so, what do we? I mean, what are the? I know a lot of the El Paso County candidates, and for the audience, El Paso County, Colorado, is the tip of the spear. It's the tip of the spear in Colorado and it's the tip of the, the spear around the nation. It is the place where the people have really uh, for a year and a half now done the groundwork to build up their what they've perceived and thought was their party and uh, did everything the way you know according to the bylaws according followed all the rules did everything right and at the end of the day we see um, that the establishment wins right so what what do you have to say to the to the people and I know that you're you're a great source of encouragement for the candidates in El Paso County but what do you have to say to the people who are looking at this and like you said it calls into question the justice system it calls into question the question the political system the, the the asymmetry of of how we're being treated here what do you have to say to the people well first of all i'm sorry we're experiencing this it's very it's very 
hard for me to even, well, I just have to make sure I don't get too angry. Uh, but I'm pretty angry, right? You know, just hearing that right now for the first time. The other piece, I want to encourage you guys. The best thing that you can do for the elite is to quit. You are their worst nightmare when you don't quit. Yep. So I am encouraging you, keep fighting, keep staying engaged and involved, because if you don't, who will? If not now, then when? Now is the time where we have to push back and double down. They're not, they may get, this is something you have to realize in life. Sometimes people get away with things. And it feels like they're not going to get caught. Mm. But you don't get away forever. And you will get caught. Yeah, you can't so cancel the truth. Heard. Nope. So just keep staying engaged. Stay involved. Come to the party, you know, while I'm still here. <laughs> and get involved. I'll put you to work. Uh, there's so many things that we can be doing. Encourage those people around you not to give up, not to quit. Because... They want you to quit. Yeah, they definitely do. They definitely do. And, you know, one of the things after the primary is so many people who had become new precinct leaders or voting members or other in the GOP site came to me saying, I don't, I, I just, I can't do this. I'm going to leave. And my, I'm not a Republican and I'm quite antagonistic to the Republican mm -hmm. Party. And I'm like, no, that's the worst thing that you can do is quit. That's what they want you to do. That's what they're trying. Don't give them what they want. Um, yes. So it's final like a question. Bully. Yeah, it is. It absolutely yeah. is. So final question for you, Vicki, when, um, when the primary happened, we saw all sorts of charts, right, that came out. Jeff O'Donnell had, had done some charts. Uh, Vicky, uh, Vicky, uh, Tina and Ron, Tina Peters and Ron Hanks had submitted these types of charts in their uh, letters to the Secretary of State challenging the results of the election. These charts show the time series data as batches of ballots came in on election night, and it allows us to see what the, what the tallying of votes looked like as time, you know, over time. For a lot of the local candidates, like uh, Todd Watkins for sheriff, who we just talked about, uh, Linda Zamora Wilson for state senate, there's a lot of uh, uh, local ca local candidates that they because the that data was brought from Edison. Uh, it's a national national company that does election data. It doesn't go down all the way to the local races. This data, being able to see the data as it comes in on election night, is quite important to understand as a candidate whether or not you would want to challenge an election, whether or not something anomalous happened and none of those local candidates are able to see that same level of data without getting what's called a cast vote record and it's my understanding that you've asked for those cast vote records in support of the Republican candidates can you tell me uh, what kind of response you've gotten now well my response so far I was told initially because I had initially just asked for the video of all the ballot boxes so I, I've asked for that, then the, the cast of votes. And I basically told him, I said, I want anything that you have recorded, that you have documentation of, from the ballot to the envelope, everything that I can get as a county chair, I want that information. So on the video piece of it, they said that I would have to get at least a three terabyte uh, external drive, no problem. 
got it and I took it down there and when I took it to the clerk and recorder's office I was told that I would not be able to get any of that information until end of August maybe mid-September and, and I is, looked at her looked at her and I said that is not helping us now yeah and what's the and timeline so, to challenge for the candidates can they challenge once they get it in September well no because that deadline is the 26th so what we're seeing is these local candidates already. these yeah. local candidates can't yeah. even see the data to understand whether or not they want to challenge they're being blocked to even better understand their races to see if it's in their best interest to challenge yes and i was told that it was because it's a cora law that they can only release information at a certain time well that's fine and good i'm not i'm not presenting a cora i'm asking for this information as the, the party chair this is not the first time i've asked for information and did not get it until the ninth hour I don't understand it other than we are being pushed aside and trying to prove there's nothing here. Well, if there's nothing here, it shouldn't Show be a problem us. getting the information. Yeah, open, open, the, open the drawers if there's nothing there. That's, That's how I it's see It's obstruct, it. obstruct, obstruct, and it has been all along. So just so that everybody knows what's going on, in, in Colorado, local yeah. candidates can't even have access to, to data sources. Now, in some counties... In Colorado, the CVR, the cast vote record, is posted on the website. It's public information. It should be. It's election data. It absolutely should be. In El Paso County, the candidates who are trying to decide if something happened in their races and whether or not they want to challenge, they are not allowed to see it. Tina Peters and Ron Hanks can see it. Anybody with a with a statewide race can see it. Some of the some of the other races, they're allowed to see it. But these candidates, these local candidates, are being treated uh, in a different way. They're not able to have access to the same amount, to the same data. And it's not Democrats that are blocking this cast vote record, right? That's right. Our clerk and recorder's office is a Republican office. And so I think that probably disturbs me the most because we are supposed to be transparent. We are supposed to be for the people. Yeah. And this is what I'm getting right now. So I sent out another email this morning. We'll see if I can, you know, get anything. Absolutely. And, and this is, I would encourage this story, um, you know, Vicki's story and what the local candidates are going through in Colorado, what the people are going through in Colorado. This is, it's happening all over. It's happening all over the nation. And that's why it's so important for you to be involved, you, the audience, to be involved, to get in the gap, understand the laws, understand the statutes, understand the, the if you're a part of a party, understand the party bylaws and how it all works and get in there and, and do the work because right now it's being controlled by elitists by political family dynasties who decided that it's their turn it's their son's turn it's their this or their that it's not we the people decide elections are not about candidates they're about the will of the people and that's been wholly forgotten i think um vicky i'll i'll give you the last word and then we'll pray well i think the biggest thing for me right now um of course i'm disappointed at some of the things that happened particularly what you shared just a few minutes ago Ash, I'm very disturbed by that. But we have the Lincoln Day dinner. I need you guys to get your tickets. Go to gopelpaso.com. Get a ticket. Come out and see Lauren Bobert. I need your support. Uh, what they're doing to, to squash our um, Lincoln Day dinner is atrocious. And it should, every Republican should be shouting from the 
housetops to stop this. But with that said, I'm asking you to please go to GOPElPaso.com and get your tickets. Buy a table. Come on out. We're going to have a blast. Yeah, and I'm not a Republican. I was there last year. I was invited, uh, and the the rhinos boycotted Vicky's dinner last year as well. They tried to ruin it, tried to sabotage it. That house was packed, and we had a blast. That was the party of the season. And uh, so, if you haven't, if you're in Colorado and you haven't gotten your your tickets for the GOP uh, Lincoln Day dinner in El Paso County, definitely, uh, definitely do that. It's a fun event, and I will be there as well. Yay! Yay! Well, thanks, Vicki, so much. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll let you go. Oh, Thank Heavenly you. Father. Father God, we just... You are awesome. You are such an awesome God who always makes a way. We can't see it always. We see, you know, as David talked about in Psalms, feeling surrounded by our enemies and no way out. But you're the way maker. And you always make a way and provide father god we just lift up vicky and everybody in el paso county to you they are in the thick of the fight they are fighting forces from inside from outside and all around them vicky feels like she's surrounded by her enemies lord but you make a way and father god we just ask that you would descend your spirit on that county that anything that is coming to harm your people would be bound in the name of Jesus and cast out, Father God, that we know, God, that you are doing a very big thing in the United States of America, in the state of Colorado, and certainly in El Paso County, and we give it to you, Lord. We ask you to work it out. We ask you to to take the reins, take the, take the wheel, and and make a way. And we know you will. We trust that it will be done. Father God, I just thank you for Vicki, for her incredible leadership, for her bravery, and for her persistence and perseverance to stay in this with so much opposition and so much hate and so much division. Father God, we just, we just ask that you continue to walk with her, carry her when she needs it, and be very big and very real to everyone who's involved in these circumstances. Make yourself real to them, God. Let them see. Let us be obsessed with your kingdom and your glory. And please use us to bring it about. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Vicki, and uh, we'll definitely be talking to you soon, and I look forward to seeing you at the Lincoln Day Dinner. All right. Thank you, Ash. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right. So before we go, I just want to uh, pull up, Mr. Producer, could we pull up that video clip? We're going to end with a little bit of outrage. How many he can barely speak? How did he manage to get through the campaign? Well, it turned out, we learned later, his staff, supervised by Dr. Jill, his wife, was giving him pills before every public appearance, checking the time and at a certain hour giving him a dose of something. Now, that's not a guess, we're not making that up. We've spoken directly to someone who was there and saw it happen multiple times. 
Now, before taking the medication, this person said, Biden was, quote, like a small child. You could not communicate with him. He changed completely because he was on drugs, and he clearly still is on drugs. No one's pushing to know what those drugs are. We should know. But the point is, Joe Biden's dementia was perfectly obvious to everyone around him more than three years ago. So we never thought this could happen. You can't make a senile man president of the United States. This is our country. This is a real country. It needs a real leader, even when you disagree with but someone who's in full possession of his faculties. No one would ever do that. It's crazy. We're completely wrong. We're wrong because we underestimated the cynicism and the recklessness of the Democratic Party and the media who serve them. They will say literally anything, no matter how. They will say literally anything and they will give us a uh, mentally deficient chief executive. So Tucker Carlson is about as mainstream as it gets for right-leaning media. And he is now reporting this openly. Joe Biden is unfit for office. He was given meds prior to speaking engagements and couldn't function properly before he was given those meds. This is the guy with the nuclear coats. This is the guy who also reportedly pooped his pants at the Vatican and tried multiple times to shake hands with the air. So this is, in effect, a national embarrassment and an international disgrace. How much of the pain that we're feeling as a nation right now is because we have an incapacitated chief executive and an establishment, uh, establishment institutions and establishment media that's covering for him. Most of it, probably. Prior to Biden winning his election, America was the strongest it's been in decades. With that in mind, why are elected officials playing politics instead of working the problem? The American people deserve better and our nation can't take this any longer. In any other time in history, this would be the only story we would hear about. The man with the nuclear codes needs to be given uppers to run the country. And yet, here we are. So what can we do about it? Well, we need to contact our elected officials and we need to demand that they invoke the 25th Amendment immediately. This is now being reported in mainstream news that the president, the so-called president of the United States is being given medication just so he can function. He has the nuclear codes. Let's go back and think about what we've seen. Let's see. We had a failed withdrawal from Afghanistan that left 13 service members dead. Supply chain crisis that left babies without food current state of the economy, which gives us empty shelves, $10 bread, and 5 to $6 gas. Embarrassing display with the Saudi royals. We should do a show on that this week, Mr. Producer, or at least a segment on, on Biden's uh, performance. Uh, now that we know it's a performance and he's being medicated to get up there, his performance with, uh, with the Saudis, he failed to secure any additional oil supply from the kingdom, which we don't need except that he stopped our domestic oil production. Bloomberg and the Washington Post this morning are considering or reporting that Biden is considering declaring a climate emergency as early as next week. So I'm going to read this quote here from Friedrich Hayek from Law, Legislation, and Liberty, Volume 3, which was published in 1979, an absolutely great year. It's the year I was born. Emergencies have always been, quote, emergencies have always been the pretext on which the safeguards of individual liberty has been eroded. And once they are suspended, it is not difficult for anyone who has assumed emergency powers to see to it that the emergency will persist. 
There is more than enough evidence to call Joseph Robinette Biden's ability to lead this country into question. America cannot withstand any more of this leadership. We the people deserve better. So we're going to reach out. We're going to contact our government. And, uh, you know, you should be contacting your government every day. Your elected officials, federal, local, state, you should be, they should know your name. With everything going on in the world and how horribly they are mismanaging our governance, you sh they should know your name. You should be talking to them every single day. If you're short on time and you're unsure of what to say, we have you covered. Seven days a week, the Conservative Daily team drafts a letter that you can edit to make your own. Uh, and could you please, uh, Mr. Producer, pull up, uh, I think, I don't know that we've published today's yet, so yesterday's facts blast page, just so people can see it. So you can edit this, you can make it your own customized message, but we give you a starting point, we give you a, a, a good dose of outrage, and then with one click, you can send this to uh, your your just your senator and your reps, or you can choose your audience and, uh, and send it to the entire Congress and executive branch if you want to. Now, do you need us to write your letters to Congress and send them for you? No, of course not. But there's a couple of things here. One is that by federal law, federal elected officials must read and retain faxes that they received. So by faxing, instead of emailing, you greatly increase the uh, likelihood that your message is going to be read. Now, there is a fee for this service, and these fees support the show. They keep us on the air, bringing you your daily dose of truth and sanity. But we develop this service as a means to provide ongoing value for the conservative daily family in a way that per, per, that supports the show while advancing the mission. And so you can see here on the screen, you can edit the letter. Uh, you you know you'll get kind of the start of where we're going with it. You can edit it. You can go in there and put your own letter and just use this tool as a delivery mechanism. Um, but if you uh, are a Conservative Daily member, you get discounts on these as well. And so the price will go down for this. Again, you're, you're supporting the show. You're supporting uh, our ability to bring you the truth. And you're actually impacting, uh, impacting the, the government with, uh, you know, impacting using your voice to impact your government. And um, that is something that is absolutely valuable. They need to hear us. If you, um, you know, call, I remember uh, back uh, probably over a year ago, Jovan Pulitzer said that he called his representatives uh, every day when he was on the toilet. So whatever, whatever uh, uh, routine you need to get into to be able to pressure and have your voice heard and use, uh, you know, use your voice to affect change, um, you need to be doing it. If you're not already a Conservative Daily member, uh, membership provides you discounts for the Facts Plus, as we said. Our audience has always been about action. And so if you're not already plugged in and you're not getting the emails, you're not getting the text messages with all of this content, with these Daily Facts Plus, as a reminder to you to reach out to your government, uh, please text FREEDOM to 89517. And we will uh, we'll, we'll get you plugged in. But now is not the time to go quietly. As we were talking about with Vicki, now is the time to put the foot to the gas, put the shoulder to the wheel, as Bannon says, and get it done. Because they're afraid of us. They're terrified of us. That's why they have to keep doing so many unconstitutional things. Because the law is not on their side. The truth and what's right is not on their side. And, um, you know, based on their recent actions, we're not really on their side either. So, uh, you know, I, I just encourage everybody, this is, this is a time for action. This is a time for us to uh, 
you know, really, really dig in and get it done. And this show and this audience is a big part of that. So we want to thank all of you. We want to wish you a blessed day. Uh, Producer Apollo will be back at 4 o'clock with a great show. Joe is heading down to Arizona to spend time with Mike Lindell. And um, just hope you have a great day. We are so excited to be standing in the gap with you, honored really to be standing in the gap with you. And this audience is uh, tip of the spear for the fight to save our great nation. So thank you all. God bless. We'll see you later. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word freedom to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.